Welcome to the Working Capital Real Estate Podcast. My name is Jesse Bergali, and on this show, we discuss all things real estate with investors and experts in a variety of industries that impact real estate. Whether you're looking at your first investment or raising your first fund, join me and let's build that portfolio one square foot at a time. Hello, Jesse. Could you describe return on equity as it relates to real estate investments? I've heard this term used before, but I'm a little confused about how it compares to IRR, uh, internal rate of return uh, he's referring to there, and cap rates. So yeah, um, return on equity, I think it's a, a metric that's for some reason, not in vogue or not used as much in real estate, but I think it's a useful metric. I think any metric you use, whether it's IRR, cap rates, uh, return on equity, return on assets for anything um, investment related, whether that's real estate stocks, it doesn't really matter. I think that you typically have to use these in conjunction with each other because cap rates, for instance, can be useful, but if a building is half vacant, and you only have half of the rental income, all of a sudden your cap rate is extremely skewed. So just for uh, people to understand, return on equity is a little different than cash on cash return. Cash on cash return is you put $100,000 of your own cash in a deal, and in the first year, if you make $10,000, that would be a 10% cash on cash. Now, cash on cash is typically only used as a one-year metric. Um, That's the way it's it's traditionally taught. Return on equity is a little different in the sense that your equity in a property, so in that same example, the return on equity in the first year might be the same as the cash on cash return. But as with any amortizing mortgage, so let's assume leverage, that $100,000 or your equity, excuse me, in the deal will slowly go down as you pay off your mortgage. So for instance, if you have $100,000 of equity in a deal, and you make $10,000 a year. That first year will be 10%. Now let's fast forward to say five years later and your equity, you've built it up to $200,000. That same $10,000 is now a 5% return. So it is a metric to keep in mind that over time, I like how it illustrates the fact that putting equity into a property is kind of a double-edged sword. Uh, as you know, most of us were raised when it comes to your own principal residence, it's pay off your mortgage, but with investments, if you completely pay off your mortgage, you pretty much are going to zero with your return, um, from this standpoint, the return on equity. So I think it's a good tool to illustrate how the asset performs over time, but I think it still needs to be done in conjunction with the IRR, uh, and cap rates, you know, as a first pass when you're looking at properties. Um, But I think the theme of this idea of the right amount of equity in a deal, I think, is a powerful one. And this came up in our office this week, actually, where we talked about, especially in Toronto, um, this market, just like, you know, San Francisco, New York, Boston, very, very expensive markets where most of the investment properties that you buy or a lot of them, if you don't put over 15, 20, 25, 30 percent or more in some areas, you're not gonna cash flow. Now the IRR, if it's a levered IRR, that's gonna be, you could have an amazing percentage. You might have a 25% IRR on a property that's not cash flowing. So is that a good investment? Well, I think most traditional investors want 
their properties to cash flow. So if you have a cash flowing property in this circumstance, now that IRR will probably drop because you have to put a lot more equity in the deal. And then you can do an analysis of comparing return on equity and IRR. Um, I think it's uh, it's a metric that, like I said, it should be used in conjunction with other metrics, um, but it is something that um, you don't hear talked about very often. And I think it's a good one to have in the in the tool belt when you're looking at real estate. So hopefully that answers the question. Uh, like I said, if you guys ever have any questions, you can feel free to reach out to me, jesse at workingcapitalpodcast.com. Hope everybody has a great long weekend and we'll see you on the next episode. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to Working Capital, the real estate podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Fergali. If you like the episode, head on to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and share on social media. It really helps us out. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, Jesse Fergali, F-R-A-G-A-L-E. Have a good one. Take care.